0: For, for the touchdown Did
1: he get it? Yes, so he did. Touchdown Detroit, You're listening to the One podcast Welcome into another episode of the One podcast I am so pleased to say that this is your first regular season <laughs> podcast of this season. <laughs> And you hear that laugh in the background. Know. You know who is back. <laughs> Lomas Brown is back for uh, this podcast, previewing Week One. It's yes. so good to have you back. Here, it's Lomas. so
0: good to be back, Tori. Another year, huh? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, it comes so fast. I know we went through the all season, and you know, not a lot of new faces around and. A lot of new guys that we have to learn. But, man, it seemed like these four preseason games went by extremely fast, and here we are getting ready to start the first one.
1: How happy are you that it is the regular season now and not Tor- the preseason?
0: Tori, I'm starting to feel like <laughs> everybody else. When they say four is too many, you know, and I don't play, and I'm starting to feel that way just from the broadcast Because You're right, it's just – just the chances of guys getting hurt and you know now with them doing the one big cut now you know guys don't get as many opportunities as they used to get so you pretty much know your team it might be one or two guys that come in that may be an exception to the rule but you pretty much know your 53 40 some odd guys that you're going to carry with it might be those one or two guys that might shine and get a chance to show their skills on sunday
1: Well, I like the preseason on a personal level because I do the sidelines in the preseason, Mm -hmm. and I love doing that. That's so much fun for me to be able to be on the sidelines and uh, do TV with Fox, but I'm with you. Yeah, (laughs) You always get to the point where you're like, all right, I am ready for the preseason to end, and now we have meaningful football this weekend. Thursday night, we're actually going to have the first NFL game of the season. It's a divisional game in yeah. the NFC North, so that's pretty fun. It's relevant for Lions fans to watch, yep. so I am pumped up. Are I, you going to be watching today? Oh,
0: absolutely. The 100th season of the NFL. 100, Tory that's, that's just amazing, and I know they're going to have a lot of celebrations this year, but I couldn't think of a better way to kick the season off than with Green Bay and um, Chicago. I mean, it should be an exciting game, and like you say, a lot of implications for the Detroit Lions, so it should be a game that I'll be watching and hopefully all the fans would be watching
1: exactly well i'm super pumped to go to arizona this weekend it's a really fun road trip for us last year we got to go in december have a little reprieve from (laughs) detroit december in arizona we're going out there in the heat of the summer this time around really glad that that's a, a stadium that has a roof on it and uh, we can be in a nice little air-conditioned space there.
0: Just a real quick story about that. Of course, I played three years right. for the Arizona Cardinals, and I remember, Tori, we used to have to practice early in the morning, go out on the field like 9 in the morning, because if you didn't get out there by 9 and off the t- field by maybe 11, you couldn't go back out there the rest of the day. It was so hot. So, you know, I'm happy that they do have, because I played at the uh, old stadium, no roof. So it was brutal. <laughs> How? It was rough. Believe me, it oh was rough. Gosh. I know. I was happy I was from Miami. That helped me out right, just right. a tad bit being from Miami.
1: Oh, my goodness. Even by 11 o'clock, it's hot there. Yes,
0: it, it really is. And they say it's a different heat, a dry heat. It's just heat to me. It's not dry or hot. It's just heat to me. <laughs>
1: it is. It's it's pretty hot. Now, you and I are both from Florida, yes. so we know the Florida heat. It is a little bit different, but it's hotter in Arizona. Absolutely. It just isn't as humid. So Anyway way you slice it, it's going to be a hot weekend for the Lions, but thankfully they won't have to uh, deal with the heat too much when it comes to playing because they'll be uh, inside there at the Cardinals' stadium. Let's talk about this team yes. that we're going to see this weekend. The Lions, we've talked and talked about uh, you know Matt Patricia's second year mm-hmm. here and what that means for the team, but let's take a quick look at the opponent since it is week one. Matt Patricia talked this week about sometimes it's so hard to know what to expect week one in general yes. just because – You don't have any tape from that team yet. I mean, you have preseason games, but that doesn't really tell you much about the schemes that the teams are going to be running. And you add another element into the mix here with you've got Cliff Kingsbury who's bringing his unique offense to the NFL. You've got Kyler Murray, a rookie quarterback. We don't have a ton of film on him (laughs) besides college. It's just craziness. There's a lot of factors uh, going into this game that will be kind of difficult to predict.
0: I, you know, I feel I feel real sorry for the coaches, the scouting staff that have to go out. Because you're right, it's so much tape they have to go through, college tape. Because you, you're right, they have no tape on Kyler. And even Cliff Teensbury, they have to go back and just see everything that he did in college. And I know that can get a little difficult because of the level of guys you're playing against in college. It can kind of skew how you – Uh, perceive these guys to be so it's going to be interesting to see what these guys do as far as the scouting and having the scouting reports ready for these guys uh, taking a look at them and and trying to get some tendencies on them I think that's the only thing the coaching staff can do is try to pick up on tendencies some of the things that they might do a lot of or some of the things that they do real well you can really count on those being run so it's going to be a tough week for the coaches I don't I feel real bad for them because again You don't have a lot of film. You don't have a lot to go on with these guys. But that is going to be an exciting offense once they get it down because of how fast they move, Torrey. I just think that's the one element. They keep the guys on the field, their personnel out there. They move so fast, they don't allow the Lions or opposing defenses to get their proper personnel on film. And I think that's what they take advantage of, getting a mixed match on, say, a lineman being on – uh, a running back or a tight end. That's the things that they're trying to take advantage of with that that uh, new offense that he has. And, hey, we never seen it before, so it's going to be our first look. I think it's going to be the nation's first look at it other than in college.
1: Yeah, the Lions are going to be the first ones yes. to be tested by Cliff Kingsbury's offense. And we, we hear this term air raid thrown mm-hmm. around to describe his offense. How do you... So, put that into words. So what
0: I do, what I put that into words is that they're going to do a lot. They're going to do some max protection. It won't be a lot of max protection. I think what they're counting on is Kyler getting the ball in and out of his hands in a hurry. But for me, it, the air raid—they are going to flood the field with receivers and eligible guys to catch the ball. So that could be the running back, tight ends, wide receivers. You just never know in that offense who they're going to have. But what they've what they I've seen. Is they're going to raid the field, I meaning it might be four to five receivers on each and every play that's eligible to catch the ball. And as a defense, that's hard to defend because, again, you're matching your linebackers up on running backs, up on tight ends. You might have your safety on the tight end. So it's going to be hard, and I think the hardest thing is going to be the communication with the defense, communicating calls, getting the calls out to the guys so they could properly line up, especially when you're running and getting to the line of scrimmage like they are in that air raid offense.
1: So what do the Lions need to do to be able to defend that offense well?
0: So to me, I think what they're going to have to do is probably take, Tory maybe two, two defenses out on the field with them. And what I mean by that, they might put in two defensive calls. Uh, get it to Jared or whoever the middle linebacker is, he might have two different defensive sets to run just in case, again, they can't get their personnel in. They can't get the call from the sideline to get their personnel in. They may do that. That's what we used to do sometimes. We would go to the line of scrimmage as an offense and we would have two plays. So we would run the first play and you wouldn't even huddle. You would go right back and run that next play just to keep the defense off. So I think we might have to counter that with maybe having a base defense that we go to for most of the game, but also have another defense that you could call on the run to try to alleviate some of the problems that they're going to have with that air raid.
1: Well, I'm excited to see Uh, how the Lions do this weekend I mean you could look at it as an advantage that Mm -hmm. the the Lions have that the Cardinals haven't gotten to work out the kinks of their offense yet and so the Lions might have the advantage that they haven't worked out the kinks yet but then maybe the Cardinals have the advantage because (laughs) the Lions haven't gotten to see any film on it and so they really are just going to be a surprise
0: yeah it is so and I I do think defense progress a lot faster than offense but uh, you could be right it could go either way so Hopefully we got enough base defenses that we could defend some of the different things that they're going to do. Because, man, Torrey, I'm looking forward to seeing what this offense is going to look like. Because I hear uh, Cliff Kingsbury say the NFL has never seen this. Kyler Murray, they've never seen this in the NFL. So I'm so excited to see how this is going to look on Sunday. Definitely. Become a Lions season ticket member today and gain access to the most favorable seating locations at Ford Field. Exclusive member events, discounts on Lions merchandise, and personalized account service. Secure your seat today. Call 313-262-2222 or visit DetroitLions.com for more information.
1: Okay, let's talk about the Lions offense because that's something worth talking about as well. We also haven't seen the Lions offense in in action. Now, this is led by Daryl Bevel. He came in this offseason, really wanted to put that emphasis on being able to run the ball, and Mm -hmm. when you can run the ball, then you can open up the plays downfield. How do you think that uh, this – offense might unfold on the Lions side of things. Yeah, so
0: I, I, I do. I, I like Coach Bevel. I like the philosophy he's bringing in. I love what he's doing with the tight end position. Even from having those guys tight on the line of scrimmage, he splits these guys out. I've even seen TJ and Jesse James kind of in the backfield. So I'm loving what he's doing with this the tight end part of this. So to me, now we get the run game. because I, I, I believe it. A good run game is the best thing for a quarterback. It just alleviates so many problems for the quarterback, and it opens the playbook up for play action passes, screens, draws, so many other things you will be able to do when you can run the ball effectively. So, I'm looking at CJ. I'm looking at on Johnson. I'm looking at those guys to get a heavy dose of running the ball. Plus, when you run the ball, the clock keeps running. You keep uh, Kyler Murray and them on the sideline because you're running the clock getting first down. So I do think that's going to be a key for us, not Matthew, but our run game in the offensive line up front. To me, that's going to be the key. I'm not going to judge Matthew. This early in the season, I want to look at the other pieces around him, how we run the ball, how we utilize some of our short game, how we use some of the plays that we don't run a lot of, screen plays, draw plays. That's what I want to see how we progress in the offense, not just putting all the pressure on Matthew.
1: Well, we unfortunately saw on Johnson go down last year with injury, but he looks to be good to go. Yes. Do you think he has another big year this year like he started off with last year? I think year?
0: so. I, I think his vision, that's what impresses me the most about him. He could see things before they open up. and. The only other guy I blocked for that was like that was a little fella wearing number 20 named Barry Sanders, that little guy. Sounds familiar. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, little fella that was pretty good. <laughs> he was the only other guy that I seen that kind of had that vision that Carry On does. So if the guys up front, and what I mean by up front is our interior guys, center and two guards, if they can have a good year, Torrey, and stay consistent all year long, he'll have a big year. But that, it's going to be that interior line, not the tackle tackles more so, but the guards in the centers that I'm looking to have that would need to have a good year. So carry on and CJ can have a good year.
1: Well, speaking of that interior, it was nice to see Frank Ragnow yes. practicing this week.
0: Oh my God. The captain of the old line, the, the quarterback of the old line, the guy that makes the calls, you need to have him there. I'm so right with you. I'm glad he's back. Hopefully he's fully healthy and he's ready to go. Cause to me, he's going to be a key to that interior playing well this year.
1: Well, Even if he doesn't play on Sunday, which we'll see, Mm -hmm. uh, it is good to see him trending in the right direction. And same goes for Jared Davis and Rashawn Melvin. To me, Frank Ragnow looked a little bit more active out at practice than the other two guys did, although they were all listed as limited on the first injury report. Uh, But I think that it looks like they are all trending in the right direction yeah. at least which is really encouraging to see because those are three really important guys on your Absolutely. team you've got quarterback of your o-line yeah. quarterback of your defense <laughs> that's right and then you got the guy that's supposed to play opposite darius slayer at least who was playing opposite him until he went down so hopefully those guys all get healthy because i think those are real important elements uh, to this team this year let's look at the defense okay. now second year with matt yes. patricia we mentioned it at the top of the podcast how much better do you think they'll be this year? Tori?
0: that's where I'm looking for us to make our money at, <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball. We're- I do think we have one of the best defensive lines in the league. Oh, oh. I do. I do think our D-line is competing or can compete with any D-line in the league. And we got a little depth. You got Mike Daniels that can come off the bench. You got Deshaun Hand that can come off. So we do have some guys that if we need to rotate guys in, we can rotate and the level of play won't fall off so far. I think we got a little depth at uh, at our linebackers now with Jelani Tavai. Um, I just think he's going to be a good linebacker, even though Jarrett's our starting guy. But I just think with Jelani being there, I think he's going to be a good backup. And then I look at our secondary. Darius Slay, you don't have to worry about that side right there. That side is taken care of. Deep is taken care of with Quandre back there. Two guys that I think should be in the Pro Bowl. If they have the type of years that I think they could have, I think you would be looking at two guys that would be in the Pro Bowl from our secondary. And Rashawn, if he could come along and stay healthy. I think we got the makings of a real good defense. Trey Flowers, we hadn't talked about him. Snacks, got his extension. It's so many good things. Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels. Tori, that man has the biggest arms I think I've ever <laughs> seen on a human. Oh, my gracious. I was looking at his arms I'm like, wait a minute, are those thighs up there? I mean, he has some of the biggest <laughs> arms I've seen on a human being.
1: When you watch practice, uh, the defensive line practice is way over on the other side of the field as where the media stands. So sometimes we, we got our binoculars out and we're watching practice. I can always tell which one is Mike Daniels just because of his <laughs> – Uh, gait the way that he walks (laughs) he walks like a transformer almost like the way i wish you guys could see me like demonstrating it right now the way that he like just struts because he's just such a massive human being
0: yes i I, don't
1: even have to see his number i just need to see the walk and i'm like oh that's mike daniels (laughs) that's them
0: big old arms he's carrying around that's why he walks like he's (laughs) (laughs) strutting
1: well if i had to pick one area of this team that i'm most excited to watch this season or that most excites me about this team this year, it's Mm -hmm. the defensive line. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's pretty universal just to say you've got so much talent on this defensive line, and if they aren't good, then – It would be surprising because of the amount of talent that they've got.
0: You are so right about that. And another year on the coaches' system. You know, they move around a lot in the system, but I'm thinking another year under there, they should be a lot more familiar with it. It should be a lot more sound than what they do. So I agree 100% with you on the D-line.
1: And we're not really giving Romeo Aquara credit. That's right. And he was really good for the Lions last season. Yes. And, you know, we're talking about Trey Flowers, right. Mike Daniels, <laughs> Snacks Harrison, and for for good reason. Right. Those guys definitely deserve their props. But Romeo Okwara was really good for the Lions yes, last year as was. well. We'll see if he can have another big season this year. And hopefully Deshaun Hand gets healthy. He's another one of those guys that we're kind of waiting to see uh, what ends up happening with yes. him after he missed most of training camp and the preseason. Uh, but this line has so much potential. Yes, it's even been thrown around, Lomas. That they might be able to be as good of a defensive line as the 2014 Lions
0: defensive line. Wow! Now that's 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 a healthy. That's a bold. That's That's a bold statement. That really is, but. But, I mean, if you look at some of our personnel up front, they can be. Because, like you say, the big guy that walks like a a transformer, (laughs) Mike Daniels. (laughs) I mean, former Pro Bowler. You got snacks to me. Should have been in the Pro Bowl last year. Only I think the only reason he didn't get in, because he only played half a season for us. Romeo, like you said, man, coming off that edge, looking good. And then if you get some of those other guys in there that fit in and, like I say, can rotate in – To me, that has to be the strength of the team. And I think the coaching staff, I think they're looking at it as being the strength of the team, too.
1: I think so, too. And it is the coaching staff's strength. Yes. To be able to move that defensive line around, to design plays, to maximize where your guys are at, what they're able to Mm -hmm. do best. And that is what Matt Patricia does. That's right. So I think that. It should be a good combination, and I will be surprised if that is not the strength of the team this year. I would,
0: too, Tori. And Now, another strength, if we could jump to something else, I would like to have, what do you think about our special teams? I I think we might have some of the best special teamers in the league, too. I was just going to get your opinion on that.
1: I mean, you got the trio of (laughs) Matt Prater, Sam Martin, Don Muehlbach. It's just the unshakable trio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> always reliable, always there, yes. and we all know how good Matt Prater is. Yes, oh. But then you also have John Bonamago back coaching uh, the special teamers, go. and uh, they put a big emphasis on it in the preseason that like guys who were playing really well on special teams were ones who were going to make the team. Right, and then you see guys like C.J. Moore and Mike Ford. Uh, D Virgin on the team. Those guys are are guys who can contribute on special teams. So um, I'm interested to see that area of the team. I am
0: too now. And they told me that Dom knew about could, you could tell him how you want the laces snapped to you and he can do it.
1: I believe it.
0: I, that is so amazing to me, Tori. I mean, this guy's just unbelievable. To be able to tell you he could put the laces anywhere you want it. I've just never heard anything like that, but I'm with you. I can believe he can do that, man. He is awesome.
1: Underappreciated. Yes,
0: he is. Exactly right. That's a position that's underappreciated until one of those snaps go over the head right. or they <laughs> dribble back then you know who the long snapper is
1: exactly (laughs) well I think this game in Arizona this weekend is really important for the Lions because it kicks off a tough stretch Mm. of games they come back and open their season against the Chargers at Ford Field hopefully we'll be seeing you guys there if you haven't gotten tickets to that already you can visit Detroit com slash tickets I like that I'm excited (laughs) to be at that game the home opener is always really fun um but that's a tough team to face. Yes. And then they've got the Eagles coming up yes. after that. Like, th- they've got a really tough schedule to open their season. And if. If they want to start off well, I think they've really got to get this one. in I Arizona.
0: Agree. I agree 100%. Like you said, you got Kansas City coming up. So you're right. You need to get off to a good start, um, especially in the season. And I think it's going to be a lot of eyes on that game. And the reason why I say that is because, again, I think there's a lot of curiosity about his uh, clean, uh, Kingsbury's offense. But, again, teams are going to – want to look to see how the Lions defend that, how they stop it, how you slow it up. So I think it'll be a lot of eyes on that game, but it's so important to go out there and be the team that we should be. Torrey, looking at them from a defensive standpoint, I think we should be able to run the ball and throw the ball against Arizona's defense. And on their offensive side of the ball, they're struggling up front. And anytime you got a rookie quarterback and you got an offensive line that's struggling up front, that's not a good combination to go in with. So I do think we should be, hopefully we should be able to take advantage of those two areas against them and hopefully come out with a victory this first one.
1: Well, miss, you're an offensive lineman. If if, if you're an offensive lineman lining up and you know that you got to face Mike Daniels, Snacks Harrison, Trey Flowers, Romeo Acquire this week how
0: tough of a matchup is that Oh I got this it's a couple of sleepless nights it's a couple <laughs> of sleepless nights knowing that I got to face those guys right there so you know I'm not getting a lot of sleep this week you know cuz I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little worried about these having to face these guys and again I got a young little quarterback behind me this going to be his first game so we don't know how he's going to act so many things going into it. first home game they're going to be at home the crowd is going to be crazy if you don't get off to a good start the crowd I might start throwing some boo chants at you. <laughs> so that's not a good way to start off. So it's it's you're right. It's a lot of ants before this game. You know, I'm kind of antsy because I don't know what to expect out of this game if I'm an offensive lineman going against those great line guys on the defensive line at Detroit.
1: Understandable, understandable. <laughs> now we've talked about the areas of the team that we're most excited to watch, which I think both of us would say defensive line. Yes. But if you had to pick a player that you're most excited to watch okay. this season – Who would you
0: say? Wow, okay. I'm going to go with the little human missile who I talked about a little earlier, and that's Quandre did. Okay. Oh my goodness. Tori, almost every game last year, we were like, oh my, did you hear that hit? Did you see Quandre? And to me, he brings that intimidation factor from the secondary. So I'm going to be so excited to see him in action, see how he reacts, see how he interacts with the guys, see what big plays that he can create to get these guys fired up. He's a guy that I like. I think he got a lot of range. I think he's going to help Tracy out a lot because Tracy's going to be a young guy back there. And like I say, when you got Darius Slay over there, that's one side of the field you don't even have to worry about. So So Quandre is my little guy. That's my little guy, number 28. That's who I'm going to be watching this year.
1: I like Tracy. I think he's going to surprise some people this year because he looked really good when he was out there last season. And I think if he gets more play this year, I think think he'll be fun to watch. But my guy that I'm Uh going to name is my person I'm most excited to watch this season – it's kind of obvious. T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the tight ends yes. earlier. He's your first round pick. He's someone who's coming into a position that was really a weak point for the Lions last year. They really need to be able to take more advantage of that tight end position. Yes. But what excites me about it is that I've seen Matthew Stafford throw the ball to T.J. Hawkinson in the red zone so many times in practice. And that connection just looks so good. Yes, I'm Really looking forward to seeing what that looks like in the regular season. I'm hoping that that translates to seeing more Stafford to Hawkinson mm-hmm. in the Red Zone in the regular season. And it very well could based on how much we saw it in practice. So I think he is going to be a a very important part of this offense this season, especially with the way that Daryl Bevel wants to run it and with yes. the talent that he brings in. He should be.
0: Yes, oh, no, I agree a hundred percent, and I even I like Jesse too over there. I just think our tight end position went from a, a position of weakness to a position of strength sure. on this team in one year. So it was a great transformation for them to get. I like Isaac Nada. You know, I, I like the the tight ends that they brought in. One other person, if I could say on offense, I'm looking forward sure. to watching this, Kenny Galladay. Oh, yeah. I want to see Kenny take the next We haven't given the step. receivers we enough credit we in really this podcast. And we, we got a good receiving core. I mean, with Amandola, Marvin Jones Jr., and Kenny Galladay. I just think Kenny could be – I think he fits in the mold of a Herman Moore, a Megatron. I think he could fit in that mold of great receivers that we've had that we could take advantage of. To me, he just got to demand the ball more, just be a little bit more selfish. Not real selfish, just a tad bit more (laughs) selfish and want it more because he could do some great things once he gets the ball in his hands.
1: How about the linebackers? We haven't talked too much about the linebackers. You're right. Jelani Tavai, I think he's going to play a very important role. Now, we've talked, you know, if Jared Davis is out, we'll see. He was limited in practice this week. We'll see if he plays. But if Jared Davis is out, that it won't be a full uh, responsibility on Jelani's shoulders. It's going to be. A team effort. They're going to expect everybody to kind of join together and and take that load because Jared is responsible for a lot. But I'd still think whether Jared plays or whether he doesn't, I think Jelani is going to have a big role. I agree. I
0: agree. And I also think Jalen Reeves Maven too. He he played real well during the preseason. He's a guy that can add depth in there. I know he'll be on special teams, but he's a guy that can come in and add depth to that, um, to that uh, linebacking core. So, yeah, he's a guy, Jelani, like you say. And even for uh, Devon, Kennard, uh, just looking at um, him, um, looking at Christian Jones, just looking at our linebacking group, I, I think we got a pretty stout linebacking group. But, again, hopefully we can get the, keep these guys healthy, Torrey. That's going to be our key for the whole season, trying to keep these guys healthy and on the field.
1: Well, I think we've just about covered every aspect yeah. of this team. Well, other
0: than, okay, so any plans? Any, oh. any plans in Arizona? Well, huh? You know
1: I got to get outdoors. Yes,
0: uh, that's right. Last year I seen Tori. So I've seen her after she climbed Camelback. Uh, Camelback. Mountain. Yeah, she was coming back to the hotel, she was sweating. And, but she had just climbed Campbellback when I seen you last year, so is that a return trip to Campbellback this year?
1: We'll see. I'm sure I'll get uh, outdoors in some aspect. Yeah. Looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, Arizona is an awesome state, yes. so I'm really excited to uh, – hang out there, see yes. some people.
0: I might work on my tan a little bit. I might lay out a little okay. bit. You know, we don't get much sun. I went to the doctor. They say I'm di- vitamin D deficient. Uh-oh. So I might this have to lay out. This is the perfect trip to fix that. There you go. Lay out for two hours and get my vitamin D in. <laughs> so yeah, I might I might do that a little bit.
1: If you hike for two hours, you'll still get the vitamin D. Uh,
0: a little exertion there. <laughs> that,
1: that,
0: that requires breathing and effort. You know, I I, I just want to lay back and just get Fair. my vitamin D. Fair. All right, Lomas.
1: Well, I <laughs> I will see you in Arizona. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It was good to do this again.
0: Absolutely. Sounds great, Tori. (laughs)